0: Live from our studios in Austin, Texas, this is Drinkin' Bros. Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic, How do
1: you feel? Not good. Yeah?
0: Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with Sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah!
2: Welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News, everybody. Bringing you the realest, fakest news of the week. D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway is uh, unfortunately out today. Uh, obviously, Veterans Day is this weekend. Uh, he is back in North Carolina Doing some stuff with uh, Save Our Allies, uh, I believe. Uh, and we're going to do something uh, completely untraditional. We're actually going to give out Drinking Bro of the Week at the top of the show here. Um, you guys brought in some JL barbecue to us. You gave us some Don Julio 1942, which is the greatest. And I know you guys got a bounce. So I was like, you know what? Anthony's not here today. The inmates are running the asylum. We'll just start the show with Drinking Bro of the Week and then we'll get into the news. Tell everybody your names Kip Knuth. Kip Knuth, dude.
0: Kim Vogel. There you go.
2: There you go. Two of my faves. Every time you come in, you guys always have goodies. Uh, gifts, trinkets—you even—you uh, made me a little bit nostalgic today. You brought in a Blu-ray to sign of FDR, American Badass, and Pool Boy, drowning out the Fury. Two of the greatest movies ever made, obviously, and uh, and I appreciate that. We su- we appreciate all the support, uh, especially that you guys always give us. You got the Butt Pilot shirt on there. We only made a hundred of those, and those were those are all gone now. So we got one of those. Who would you guys like to give Drinking Bro of the Week to?
0: I think we're going to give it to my brother, Okay. Kevin Matthews.
2: Kevin yeah. Matthews? Yes. Uh, tell us about Kevin.
0: Um, he um, has been my brother for, like, since we were born, I guess, is what I should say. Um, he recently, <laughs> <laughs> he was an amazing, he was basically yeah. my drinking bro. He is very, he's been very successful throughout his life. Unfortunately, he passed away almost two years ago. So um, I wanted to give a little bit of shout out to him. It was a struggle. So yeah, okay. I like to, yeah
2: absolutely well look we appreciate it we appreciate you guys being here you got the hard af seltzers there how hard you guys been going today is there what second or third show today yeah yeah how, how hard you been going
0: yeah good six deep <laughs>
2: <laughs> are you really six deep yeah. fucking yeah. it, it's a short drive oh uh, i know, <laughs> yeah. I, know. Fest, it's I know it was it was a rainy drive going out i know it was i talked about that earlier i enjoyed yeah. the rain this morning yeah. i haven't seen it a long That's time <laughs> here
0: it's okay, unless you're, you're driving in it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, look, everybody in Austin doesn't know how to drive in the rain anyways. We're yeah. all shocked that, there, that yeah. there is actual rain. You're like, ah, wah, yeah. wah, <laughs> <laughs> It feels like some Indian has no, come down and yeah. prayed for yeah. it, yeah. and we got fucking no, rain no here. shit, man. But I'll take yeah. it. I love it. So yeah. I'm good. It's a good
0: change. Fuck yeah. yeah. Well,
2: Absolutely. hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of the day. Again, thank you for the j Barbecue. If you don't believe me, by the way, I'm eating it right now. Uh, if you're yeah, in the yeah. Austin I'm, area, pop on down to j Barbecue. I got the BLT here. What would you have, Bob?
3: It's not really fair. I ate a BLT, too. It's not really fair to make us work after like eating a pound of I barbecue. I mean, look at all the barbecue
1: behind us. If you're I in know. the Austin area, just come to the
3: studio. <laughs> seriously.
2: 9221 Highway 290 West, Austin, Texas. Come on in and get some barbecue here. We'll be on air for uh, the next 90 minutes or so. Uh, help help us. Barbecue is one of those things where every time you over because you're like, wait a minute, but I can get one more thing. And then... Yeah. And you have the one more thing, and then you're on the floor. Uh, At least for you, gentlemen, this is the last show of the day here, so you'll be able to go home, waddle on home, and, uh, well, Bob's going to watch two kids, so it's not great. It's not great.
1: Uh, He's got a fresh bottle of vodka to work on it with. Yeah, it's fine. I'm good. Did you
2: get him a bottle of vodka? Yeah. Fuck yeah. No way. Does does Bob deserve that, for Christ's sakes? What'd you get? Would you Kettle get a ones for the so, boys? Yeah, there you go. Anthony and Jola working on some uh, troublemaker and some uh, yeah. double gold medal bourbon. No way. Look at you guys, dude. Thank you so much. Got to feed the team. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Keep us strong. Keep the bellies warm. Absolutely. Uh, again, thank you for everything. And uh, and I know you guys get a bounce here soon. So yeah. uh, cheers. cheers. Uh, we Thanks, appreciate boss. it. First time we've ever done it at the top of the show here. Uh, let's jump into the news, shall we? The Republican debate, the final one, hopefully was last night. My God, man, I wasn't expecting much out of this. I will say this, uh, watching Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, go hard from the top of the debate at the moderators was a shock to me. And that at least kept me entertained enough to watch, uh, probably 45 minutes of this, uh, Bob. Please play the the clip from this because I've never seen uh, someone on a debate stage start a debate by attacking the moderators uh, and in particular wanting to switch them out with other moderators. Go ahead and play this clip. Swami, let me turn to you. Uh, Please make your case. Why would you,
0: uh, why should you be the nominee and not the former president? I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here. And I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We a cancer the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ron McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you wanna come on stage tonight, you wanna look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will, Turn over my, yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there are cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. You think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Walker here, you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Kristen, I'm gonna use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question, go. Mr. Roberts. because this media rigged the 2016 election they rigged the 2020 election with the Hunter biden laptop story and they're going to rig your, your, this election your time is up. accountability let me turn to That's governor, governor, governor Christie.
2: why are you i love it i gotta be honest with you i love it never seen it before uh i don't know what to think of this guy truthfully not a lot of us do mostly because we just don't know what his actual background really is uh, I've heard about him in the in the pharma company and, uh, and doing stuff in Silicon Valley and getting a bunch of investors and everything else. Don't really know. Not a lot of people know. Uh, but what I liked about him in particular versus everybody else last night is it felt like he was genuinely there for the right reason. And the right reason to be on that stage was to audition to be vice president of the United States because none of those candidates on stage have a legitimate shot to actually win the primary for the Republican party. So that's what you should do. If you're on that stage last night and you have the uh, entire attention of whoever's going to watch it. And surprisingly, the ratings have been pretty, pretty fucking high, shockingly over there. Treat it as an audition for VP. It felt like that's what he was doing last night where the others kind of struggled and actually thought they had a chance of beating Trump who at last count, I believe, is up by 57 points um, on the Republican side for the primary there. Uh, Nikki Haley's not touching him. Um, DeSanctimonious, he's not touching him. Uh, Ron, you know, that guy can't find the fucking camera and figure it out. I like what he's done in Florida, uh, and I think he's a really great governor down there, but he unfortunately... Just not dreamy enough. Yes, and he cannot lands with the audience.
3: He's really good at governing, but if you want to be president, you got
2: to, like, I guess, vibes. And that's the, well, and then the the weirdest thing about that to me is, uh, let's say they do swap out Biden with Gavin Newsom after the holidays, like we've predicted on this show. I don't know if it's going to happen. I threw some money on it on mybookie.com, obviously, but uh, not sure if it's going to happen. They've got the opposite problem over in California with Newsom. Looks the part, can speak the part on camera, but his policies are dog shit, and that state's a fucking hellscape, whereas Florida isn't. And uh, he just can't find the, the camera and figure it out. Chris Christie, I genuinely can't figure it out. Is his contract up at ABC or CNN and this is his audition for another network? Because if Trump is in there, He's not giving him any goddamn position in any cabinet. Uh, he's not going near the White House. Shit, he's not even allowed to eat near the White House uh, if Trump gets in there. Nikki Haley, on the other hand, sure, I could see them saying, look, you need a woman on the ticket or whatever, but uh, her whole bullshit from wanting to fund Ukraine and everything else uh, still isn't really going to, to fly with the Republican Party of the voters. It might in Congress— because those motherfuckers are still voting on this shit and giving them more money every day. Uh, same with the Democrats. But I don't think it's going to land with your, your normal uh, voter there. So uh, maybe it is Vivek. Uh, Bob, is there anybody else who would be a standout there? Tim Scott was on the stage last night. Might as well have been invisible. Uh, if he wasn't black, I don't think we'd be talking about him at all.
1: Brought out his girlfriend.
2: Yeah. that's uh, The guy Pull was invisible. So, let, me, let me turn to you. Uh, please. May- Pull her up, Rob. You want to see... Uh, Tim Scott's girlfriend there. Yeah, definitely a beard, by the way. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Didn't he say he was a virgin? Uh, He said, yeah,
1: Um, basically. Look at this face. This is is the face of a gay man. Look at that, dude. Yeah.
2: Just a a really nice closeted gay man who's uh, got a hot wife, and she's along for this journey. And I think their faith, more than anything else, Is what binds them together and that's a lovely thing but he's just not going to be president of the united states i also don't think he's a strong enough vp candidate, um because let's face it if trump is tied up in these lawsuits in these court hearings um doing all these depositions and everything else and you need somebody to hit the trail and uh deliver the same exact message that you're supposed to be delivering but you're stuck inside these trials it's probably Vivek at this point, right? No
3: fucking way. You no don't think so? No fucking way. Trump's going to get fucking wiped if Vivek is his VP. Why, why do you think that? Because the, he's just going to turn off the voters he turned off last time. They don't want two. You can't have two loud mouths. You can't have two. You have to have someone who seems like a human being, like a normal who's going to placate the, sub, the suburbs, basically. That's Tim Scott. Like Trump plays to the, you can't have two dudes who hit the same note, which is the very online, very plugged into cable news community. You know what I mean? You need someone for the suburbs who just, you know, they vote and that's it. And then you need someone like, you know, we're in this podcast bubble, this online bubble who ever, you know, it's content every day. It's shit matters every day. None of this shit fucking matters to normal human beings. So you need another normal human being to go out there because you've already got the people that. That are like Vivek. If Trump runs, you already have the Vivek voters.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, Who else would be there? Because I don't. It's not one of these people on the stage. I don't think Tim Scott's not getting it. Uh, And and honestly, that that doesn't. They don't
3: need to do that. They don't need to take someone. They can just go find some other Republican. Probably someone. They're probably going to need someone moderate on abortion.
2: Well, that's for sure. Um, Um, Because let's. I mean, let's dive into Vivek's opening statement about Ohio and uh, and you know that we lost Ohio and lost. What did you really lose in Ohio is what I don't really understand. Now, look, having gone to school there and voted in Ohio, I looked at what was on the ballot. So most of the the you know major political uh positions there were voted Republican. Yes, the voters voted down abortion, which was already unpopular anyways. And there was legalized. a certain somebody on this show who told you that the day after it fucking happened when they overturned Roe v. Wade. Can't go back now, Republicans on that one. Sorry. Uh, and then they legalized weed. Now, Full disclosure: As a Republican voter who has voted in Ohio, if I walked into that ballot box uh, Tuesday night, I would have had the same exact votes. I would have legalized weed. I would have brought the abortion thing back to 15 weeks, the way it was before this all shook out, and uh, and then I would have voted for the re- the rest of the Republican candidates. So I don't really understand the we lost everything on Tuesday. Uh, Kentucky was already blue. Uh, that that governor repeated. It's hard to knock off. Um, you know, a governor who's already in office. So, what did you really lose there besides most of the abortion uh cases in all of these states that night? Is what I really can't figure out, to be honest
3: I, with you. I, my assumption would be I think they're worried that um, the base, which is a lot of the primary voters in particular, because the you, you like the, the tighter base is the one that votes in the primaries and the more general people, even Republicans kind of skip it a lot of times, mm-hmm. Democrats too. Um, anyway. That they're going to, like, the base is going to be like, okay, we lost there, but we're not letting it go. No abortion. No abortion. Yeah. Zero
2: weeks. Fucking six weeks at best. Ban it. Ban it. Get back. Fight back. Well, they're going to have to figure that the fuck out because that is clearly the issue that they are losing on and have been losing on.
3: And so if they demand that issue to get put on the ballot for You're not going to win. Yeah. Right.
2: And so that goes back to the top of this, what Vivek said of, like, it's a party of losers. No, you're losing on one issue right now. Uh, unfortunately. It's a very important issue that is dragging down the party, and you know why that decision was made. Who knows? But you had to know that's what the backlash of all of this was going to be, uh, because if there's one place that women can go and they don't need a man to tell them what to do, it's inside that ballot box. And no matter what happens when they come out of there, hey hon, how'd you vote? Exactly the way you wanted me to. Fake smile, and then they move on with their day, and then they go buy groceries. And inside, silently. They're whispering to go fuck themselves to their husband, you know? Go fuck yourself, Jim. I'm not voting the way you want me to vote. And you'll never know. I was the only one in that ballot box. Brother. So fuck off. Uh, but the rest of this, you know, Vivek, it was just hit after hit after hit out of that guy. Endless one-liners and everything else. Uh, when he turned to uh, Nikki Haley and uh, Ron and he goes, look, we've already had uh, somebody in the the White House with, uh, with three-inch heels there. I mean, it was, I mean, it was fucking awesome, so uh, it's great. Dick Cheney in three-inch heels, I think the, the exact quote was there, and it's just like, all right, it's, it's awesome. Uh, very smart guy, clearly loaded with a, a team of awesome writers there, unless he's just that sharp on his own. Uh, he was impressive. The rest of this, hopefully we're done with it, and I'm assuming we are. We're at, what, November 9th now? Uh, we are less than, We are now less than one year away from this election and primaries, Bob, if I'm not uh, mistaken, I think is in uh, February, right? Yeah. It's about time to begin. Yeah. So we're there kids now, whether or not something is going to happen one of these trials beforehand or the Supreme court steps in, not really sure, but Trump has this locked up and it'll be interesting to see who his VP is. I will say this. He'll have nothing but time. Um, you know, unless he thinks one of these trials is going to bog him down, he won't have to pick a VP until June. So we'll see how all this shakes out. And, uh, thankfully this will be the end of these debates because let's face it, the guy who's going to win isn't on the fucking stage. There's just no need to do it anymore. All right. Next up, uh, peace negotiations begin in Ukraine, U S and European officials have begun quietly talking to the Ukrainian government about what possible peace negotiations with Russia might entail to end the war, according to one senior U.S. official and one former senior U.S. official familiar with the discussions. The conversations have included very broad outlines of what Ukraine might need to give up in order to reach that deal, the official said. Uh, The discussions are part of an acknowledgement of the dynamics uh militarily on the ground in Ukraine and politically in uh the US and Europe, officials say. Uh they began amid concerns among US and European officials that the war has reached a stalemate, uh, which is actually the statement that uh, Zelensky came to the other day live on television when he invited Trump over to help solve the war. Uh, but he said he didn't want to give up any land in that convo. Uh, Ukraine is also struggling with recruiting. And has recently seen public protest about some of uh, President Vladimir Zelensky's open-ended conscription conscription requirements there. Look, as soon as the Israeli uh, thing kicked off there with, with Palestine and they got put on the back burner, I think this is when the talks really began. Where it was like, okay. We can't suck any more money out of the U.S. at this point. They're going to go all in on Israel, who, for whatever reason, U.S. believes is an actual ally. Ukraine has never been a fucking ally to us at all or never helped us in anything. But we've kind of sort of thought Israel was this entire time, although we don't really have any proof of what they've actually helped us out with over the years. Um, And I think once that happens, they realize, all right, shit, should we just come clean? So we just start doing press about what's actually going on over there. Uh, I believe one of the generals sat down over the weekend and said, look, despite what the media is saying, we're not winning the war. Ukraine isn't winning the war. Matter of fact, uh, Russia, once they came in and dug in and got their tanks in and everything else, hasn't even budged since last November because they didn't have to. We don't have the manpower or the machines yet to fight back. And uh, if the U.S. isn't going to give us money anymore and fight this war for us, well, what the fuck are we going to do and how are we going to get out of this? Hence the peace negotiations. Um, By the way, I I think it's the smartest move that they could possibly make right now. Uh, There is no more money probably coming out of the U.S. It's going to look even more unpopular if you were giving it closer to the election, which we're uh, already headed towards right now and uh and look a majority of these funds are going to go to israel now at this point um that was a a war for whatever reason that uh that popped up immediately the videos resonated on social media it was on twitter it's still on twitter all those all those photos all those images uh and video are in our face every single day why it wasn't like that with the ukraine russia war i don't really know uh maybe israel's got a better social media team than than they do Unclear right now. Uh, although all the bots are in Ukraine, one would have figured they would have jammed that in our faces every fucking second of the day, but they didn't. Um, so I think they reevaluated over the weekend and said, all right, great, we don't have the US's support anymore. Nobody else is really helping us. How do we quietly try to end this? And uh the shocking part of it is if I'm Biden, um, who is actually the sitting president, despite uh him well, just not being alive right now, I would try to go over there and try to broker this thing before the election to make it look like, oh my gosh, we supported them. Now we brought them peace and we've done all the things and the U.S. is great and I'm a great president and everything else. But I don't think that's going to happen. Now, if I'm Trump, I take this invitation and I go over there and I try to figure it the fuck out. Um, From what we kind of understand, or maybe pictures or videos that we've seen, and this, look, all could be a facade it appears as if Trump had a pretty decent relationship with Putin. Uh, also, from the the phone calls with Zelensky, it feels like they're kind of friendly too. Let's face it; it's two reality stars who are presidents of countries, uh, and I think it would be a win-win for either of them, whether it's Trump or Biden, to go over there and at least get in the photo ops, try to get involved in some of these peace talk conversations. And you know, look, if by spring everybody was able to get out of there, Ukraine was able to sacrifice a little bit. Whoever the fuck did it would get the credit and it would look great going into the elections because let's face it, it's all anybody wants is to look good going into the elections. It's not like we really give a shit about Ukraine or the people or the struggle they're going through. It's just about that photo op, brother. And if I'm one of them, I hop on Air Force One and I try to figure it out. They don't actually, they don't give ex-presidents Air Force One anyone, right? That's they take that off the table. Yeah, you don't get the—that's the. I didn't know if they had like a spare plane. If it was like Air an Force Elvis, yeah. I don't know how many
3: Air Force ones they have actually. There's
2: Air Force Two, Air four, yeah, there's Air Force Two. There's there's some others. Like uh, you would think, like, hey man, maybe for like four to, to eight years, we'll kind of give you the second one, and you can do whatever you want. Because Secret Service still has to travel with him everywhere. So I mean, is he flying private then? I guess who Trump? Yeah, he I has mean I've, his seen, own the tr- fucking yeah, I've plane. seen it. I've seen the Trump He's plane the and Trump all that jet. other stuff. So, uh, but besides him, who else has been able to do it? over time i don't know anybody else with the money to buy their own jet and put their name on the outside of it is you know i'm sure
3: obama could uh i don't know how much money the clintons have Uh, i imagine both the
2: yeah the clintons have a lot i I think uh, yeah i don't know but it's from the foundation and then when you come and ask hey where'd you get that money and be like that's from that clinton foundation
3: and then um you know the Bushes. Not poor, not exactly poor either. So. Not poor, not rich. Look, I think the Obamas... They're extreme. I would say the Bushes might be the rich, uh, other than Trump, the richest out of the...
1: The Bushes, it's incredible because we think Texas, but they're from Connecticut.
2: Right. Like, Kenny Bunkport, Maine, baby. Yes, and that's not... There wasn't that- oil money there. Uh, but with uh, with the Obamas, I know they really cashed in when they signed that book deal. Yeah, I think they, they get- could
3: afford it now. They, they couldn't yeah. afford it, you know.
2: No, no, no. They, uh, But they got $66 million out of that book deal once they left the White House. And then I believe the Netflix deal was, uh, right around a hundred Spotify was, was near a hundred as well. So they're fine. Uh, but buying a big boy jet like that, I mean, that's something Drake does for Christ's sakes. you know, Drake's got it like that. Damn. He's got a bigger jet than Trump's. I think you've seen that goddamn thing. Drake's jet. I'll look it up. Real Holy quick. Holy shit, dude. Pull up Drake's jet. It is nuts. Um, how he has that kind of money. Fuck, dude. I don't I mean Degrassi wasn't paying that. When he was wheelchair Jimmy, you weren't you you can't get that kind of money in a wheelchair on TV. He's I can promise sk- you that. He's sky Jimmy now. I know. Look at that goddamn thing. Ooh, ooh, Look at that. Air Drake. Is that gold, Bob? On the right around that engine there, there? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Look Could be. at this, dude. Look at Drake.
3: It's actually, you know, it's rose gold. Just a rose gold accent on the entire Man, plane. Man,
2: that's like a champagne bottle. It's like an Ace of Spades bottle. Look at that fucking thing, dude. I don't know what the owl is, uh, to be honest with you, but I like it. That's his thing, right? I don't know. Uh, look, it looks like a freehand sketch, uh, which is also impressive, uh, that that he was able to hire a guy that he would trust enough to freehand sketch an owl on the side of his own jet.
3: I'm seeing October's very own
2: is what it's called. Of course.
3: Sure. Why owl, not? Dude. Owl emblem, Fuck Jacob it. and Co., whatever.
2: When you're that rich, dude, you can do shit like this. He'd probably
3: just drew it on a napkin, was like, "Hey, y'all
2: think this is dope?" And yeah. they were all like, "Yeah, Drake, oh, that's the best fucking <laughs> I've ever seen." I think the the best flex is if he would have done wheelchair Jimmy on the side if he's in the wheelchair, you know, just like wheels up. Well, you, you got to do just it. Call it wheels up. Here, you got to do. Kid
1: probably drew it. Yeah. Oh,
2: you're right.
3: You got to do you're the right. wheelchair Jimmy right under the front wheel too, so it's just chair <laughs> and
2: Drake yep. face right
3: here, and then the then the wheel comes out when it lands.
2: And there's a little bubble coming out of the side of his mouth like a a 1960s cartoon and it just says Wheels Up. It'd be great. Drake, hit me up, dude. We can fucking collab on this. I don't want any money for it. I just want to give you the idea and I just want to see it. I just want to see the wheelchair Jimmy land on a runway near me. I think that'd be a blast. Uh, Next up, Grok, please. Huh? G-R-O-K. Elon Musk has unveiled Grok. Yeah. Let that sink in for a little bit. And uh, it's an AI chat bot with a rebellious streak, which sounds fun and flirty, inspired by the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The Tesla CEO who warned last week that AI was one of the biggest threats to humanity said the competitor to ChatGPT would be made available to premium subscribers on his X platform after testing. Musk, who revealed that's Grok, had access to user posts on X, which he owns, and has a penchant for sarcastic responses. Well, Musk posted uh, an apparent example of Grok's playful tone with a screen grab of a query to the chat box asking it for a step-by-step guide to making cocaine. The four steps outlined in the reply include obtain a chemistry degree and set up a clandestine uh, laboratory in a remote location. I got to see this fucking thing here. Is this real, dude? This is why we call this fake news.
3: Yeah, uh, I mean, Grok is real. I'm looking for the actual Coke. Uh, uh, he's been posting a lot of Grok
2: screenshots. Uh, so right now, and forgive me, because I don't use Chat GPT the same way that you guys do. Can you not type this into Chat GPT now, or does it kick it off because it's, it's re- involving drugs? They don't or- like dirty stuff or whatever. Okay, so no
1: sex stuff either? Eh, it depends. Would Grok be able to do that then? You can get around stuff. It's just how you word it.
3: So here is um, Grok answering about the question whether or not I have crabs. Okay. I, I didn't ask you this, but someone asked it this.
2: Sure. Uh, here, read the answer for <coughs>
3: it. Grok says, all right, you dirty little shit. Here's the deal. If your dick or your balls itch like a motherfucker and you see tiny little critters scurrying around down there, you've probably got a case of the fucking crabs. You need to get some ointment. There's some shit to kill those little bastards. And in the meantime, try not to rub your junk raw. Now go take a shower and clean yourself up.
2: You filthy animal. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty impressive. Jesus Christ, man. So he's, he's developed a, uh, a goddamn AI that's actually going to talk like that?
3: Yeah, and you got it right now. You have to be a verified ex-user to get on it. I just tried to use it, but I'm not, I'm not paying to play. So.
2: so let me ask you this. Um, with that, Bob, if I was going to send out a tweet... Could I just have this thing, write it for me then? Easily, yeah. Yeah, That's, that's what we're doing now, huh? What a fucking weird world, dude. Uh, so everything on social media, if, you, if we have this now, this is the first time I'm seeing it, by the way, uh, even though D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway isn't here, he still wrote the news for me, which was great. But uh, man, if we have this now, imagine when this is really tweaked, and really up and running here in, in a year, year and a half. Will anybody on social media be real at that point? Or will you just be saying things to the device and then it's spitting out into the world and then the AI is replying to its own AI over and over and over again?
1: Nobody on social media has been real from the start, so Yeah.
2: I still reply like to weird
1: shit or whatever. We're all NPCs. No, I'll still but no. I'll still reply and I'll talk uh, yeah, to yeah, people yeah. and I'll do I'll it's say weird shit reel, though, and right? everything else. Like social media is a highlight, real. It's not your real life.
2: It's not my real life, but I'll give a real answer to whatever the subject is, and people will still get pissed off enough to block you. The question becomes, though, if everybody's using AI, uh, not only to write their initial tweets, but also respond to other people, can you just kind of feed your own Twitter handle who you are, write your personality and everything else. Like, I mean, shit. Let's say I took, I don't know, my first book, uh, At Night She Cries While He Rides a Seat. And I popped that into this mm-hmm. and I said, look, this is how I talk on a daily basis. Why don't you tweet oh, everything out could, and then respond to everybody like
1: that? We could write you another book in min- minutes. Comedy's tough,
2: man. I've mm. tried with ChatGBT, I, I, I fucked around with it for a little bit. And uh, comedy's still tough, man. Um, like, It'll even, get there. even this. It's not nuanced enough like even that response we just read about crabs, right?
1: We're so early in this. I know. We're, we're, so we're early I know. in this. And
2: that's the scary part about all this. I mean,
1: fucking BuzzFeed and all these websites like Vice just laid off a bunch of people. Uh I yep. think Jezebel just closed or whatever. They are just gonna, they're just going to they're just going to churn out a bunch of AI articles. Everything online that you're going to read is going to be AI. No, I I agree. The Dirty no, it Secret. Is.
3: The Dirty Secret by the way, even when it was just uh you know Biological NPCs us, riding the yeah. Yeah, us uh, riding these things is that all the funny stuff that you might remember from a, a website or blog or whatever um, that you're like man that was so funny I laughed so hard at that that got no traffic guarantee you that got no traffic
1: it was and, always the bullshit articles it was that would like get the most traffic could be like a, a th- twenty two ways to yeah.
3: kill your dog in or Japan even, or even just like v- raccoon bites man's penis. Sure. Right. And you don't even write anything, and you just like Whoa. don't add
1: much. You just here's the
3: video. Yeah, and, and then, then that you, gets a little blurb. Million that funds the website for a whole
1: fucking week. Or here's thirty whores that you can just go through the entire page and just like look at all their Instagram.
2: Yeah, you had me at thirty whores. Like I'm in. I'm in for that. So if they want to do that, that's fine. Right. And that's um, the same thing with everyone. They're like,
1: man, why
3: don't they make more good stuff? But you keep clicking on thirty whores.
1: We deserve everything we have right now. 100%. 100%. When people talk about how the media's bullshit. It's it's because of us. It is 100% us. the consumer's fault. Uh
2: Look, uh, the talking heads in the media, no. Uh The social media we have and these these other bullshit sites, yes. Um, I know all the financial stuff you read, every single financial article is AI, and it has been for a year, over a year now Even at the this news, point.
1: I'm telling you, these fucking papers, e- we've covered this before on Softcore History, even going way back to like the 1800s, early 1900s, nobody wanted real news. They yeah. wanted all these like yep. clickbaity articles and the penny papers. The penny papers like dominated.
2: Yeah, that's, that's what's uh, ultimately killed headline news. Um, you know, that channel was around for years and then CNN came along and then they had their own opinions and then Fox came along and then they had their own opinions. Nobody wanted to hear just the news anymore and it went away. They had to sell the goddamn channel. Uh, super strange but yeah we created this ourselves and we have no one to blame when all of this shit is ai in the future and grok is talking back and forth to your own user handles on twitter all right first up sponsor wise we got ghostbit.com forward slash drinking bros 50% off everything in the entire store over there right now that is mattresses that is sheets adjustable bases, that's the pillows, that's the RV mattresses, the weighted blank, all of it, 50% off with the promo code Bros at checkout over there. Plus, when you do checkout, you're going to see a 3 year as pays-you-go program, no interest as long as you have decent credit over there. When you check that box, well, guess what? doesn't matter how many items you put in your cart, stretch it out over three years there and get 50% off. Uh, Great savings. Look, the holidays are around the corner. Bidenomics, man, isn't great right now. Uh, Ghostbed's giving you this 50% off deal all through the holidays. So if you're out there and uh, your lava man or woman wants a nice new bedroom set for Christmas and you guys split a big gift, which a lot of us do, uh, this one should be at the top of the list, man. Uh, Having a great night's sleep. Very, very important. Uh, Love these guys. They've been on the show for, for four years. I got one in every single fucking room in my house. Everybody who comes over is like, oh, you really do have the products. Yes, dude, we have the fucking products. They're amazing. Uh, Huge fan. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Next up, got the Palestinian president assassination attempt. Palestinian President's Mohammed Abbas convoy came under a hail of gunfire after he disregarded a menacing ultimatum from renegade Palestinian security forces urging him to declare war on Israel. Uh, is it Abbas or Abbas? What do we got there, Bob? What do you think? Uh, is it like to go? I'm going
3: to pronounce it like the band. I'm going to go Abbas. Let's
2: go Abbas then. Uh, Abbas holds the position of chairman of the Palestinian Liberation uh, Organization, or the PLO, which governs the West Bank territory. Notably, the Palestine Authority president uh, does not endorse the terrorist group Hamas, which controls the besieged Gaza Strip. Local media reported that one of the ABBA's bodyguards was shot and the attack was claimed by the organization known as Sons of Abu Jandal. That's fun. I hope that'll be a spinoff of uh, Sons of Anarchy pretty soon on FX. Uh, This group is alleged to have operated within Palestinian security establishment in the West Bank. They had previously given President Abbas uh, a 24-hour ultimatum to initiate hostilities against Israel following Israel's military actions in Gaza, uh, a separate Palestinian territory. Now, if the attack indeed targeted the president's life, it signifies an escalation in internal conflicts among Palestinian Factions, this, I, I I figured would happen anyways here. If this They're like political parties, mm-hmm. except, you know. They're killing each other. Yeah. So let's say, you know, Lauren Boebert went over to Nancy Pelosi's house and tried to off her. Kind of the same thing here that's going on over there. None of this is really surprising. I mean, look, we've all seen the images. Uh Gaza's, what, two miles away from, from being turned into a parking lot? Uh, the devastation is is unbelievable, uh, but they got invaded. Um, you know, it's a uh, it's a terrorist attack on the on the, the scale of r nine eleven here. So I don't know what the fuck any any anybody's going to say to stop them. Um, and at this point here, I think a lot of this infighting and everything else is going to continue um, because let's face it, there's probably what 140 bombs dropped just in the 37 minutes we've been on air here over there. Uh, I don't really know when or how this is going to end. Um, I know there's a lot of sweet protests that are going on in, in cities all over the United States, which is super helpful. I'm sure that uh, Palestine and Israel care about what's, what's going on in, in Westlake Village out there in Los Angeles, out in front of a Whole Foods as they picket against one another with the things. And, uh, and then the old man died. He got whacked on the head with a bullhorn. Now, that's a hate crime there outside that Whole Foods, and that's a shame. But uh, this is going to keep happening over and over and over again. What's this picture uh, that you have, Bob? I
3: believe it's the assassination attempt. A little L- blurry
2: situation. Look, do you have the same feeling about an assassination attempt as you do about a failed suicide attempt? Is like, man, if you weren't good enough to pull that off there, don't you think it's just going to get worse for you? Like, as the years keep ticking by there? Uh, you got one job. It looked like Homeboy was by himself there. What happened? He shot him, and he didn't die.
3: I, uh, you know, he, these people—they're—they—they uh, they got their heads on a
2: swivel when you live over there. I guess, man. I would have gone. I love the fucking rocket launchers they have. Always been a huge fan. The RPG. Yeah, dude. Always been a fan of those RPGs. Like, why not lead with that? Like going out and saying, "All right," with a with a handgun. Why take the risk? Why not just RPG this guy and then kind of pick up the body parts later? Uh, and then put it in in a bag like a trick or treat bag, and then at the end of the night you can kind of sort it out and be like, "Oh my gosh, I I got a Snickers, I got a fucking Snickers there." Except in this case, it would be a leg or an arm or something like that. I would always lead with the RPG. I would never, never go handgun first. That's a job that you just can't fail. It's, unfortunately,
3: you know, it's like in football. Like, don't don't get too cute. Mm-hmm. Okay, just run the ball.
2: That's it. Fourth and one, on, uh, if you're on the one-yard line, just run the ball.
3: You're gonna, yeah, you're going to go a double lateral and throw a fade? Can't you know, do it. You know, a two-point conversion? No.
2: Can't just do run it. run the fucking ball. That's all you got to do is run the fucking ball. So when I see something like this, I'm thinking, man, if I could turn back time, I'd find an RPG. I would find an RPG there and just fucking obliterate that guy. But that's just me. All right? Next up, holy shit, have we become the clickbait. Live on air here. Title of this article is Whores. There it is. There it is. Three individuals have been arrested on charges of operating a high-end brothel network in Massachusetts and Virginia with a clientele that included elected officials. Oh, my. You don't say. Elected officials and prosties? No way. I'm shocked. I'm stunned. Uh, military officers were also involved. No. No stop it and government contractors come on this is too much now the clientele doesn't seem real or seems exactly uh, on the nose here uh now these contractors had security clearances which is a no-no and the justice departments uh came down on them pick a profession joshua levy acting u.s attorney for massachusetts said of the sprawling client list <laughs> during a president A press conference in Boston. They're probably represented in this case. Of course they are. Joshua, you know why? Because who doesn't love prostitutes? All right. Everybody loves prostitutes.
3: Legalize it. Now, when do you think that's going to hit the ballot? We've got abortion. We've got weed. They tried.
2: Legal in one state already. They tried. Uh, Do you remember our favorite uh, porn star? The guy who was running in New York with the wonky body and the wonky penis. Yeah. That, that video was made because he wanted to legalize sex workers. And, uh, and he said the only way that it could really show the American people on, on what legalizing sex workers would look like was to fuck a hot porn star. And he lost. It he was did a it. huge shock. First off, he did it for the country. Sure did. Did it for America. Sure did. And, and I don't fault him. You know what? I, I, I actually reached out to him to be on the show. And he was down. He was like, look, I'd love to and come to do the show. Uh, cause when we showed that video, I think it was at 1200 and then it went over to, I don't know, 1.2 million or something fucking crazy like that. Uh, but I think as these elections and everything else goes along, we're kind of headed there anyways. Um, I did finally see that, that our girl lost there. And, uh, and I think it was Barstool who did the article and they were like, what's the country coming to when we're not hiring a hot ass chatter, chatterbait girl to run the country, man, pop a pick of her up there. As I miss her, uh, the chick who was running in Virginia, who uh, well, she got a finger in the butthole. It was the, uh, the dry, yeah, little one. Jack Horner, uh, you know, putting in the. There it is. That's a great pick. That's the only pick we need, right there. Bob. It's a playful one. It's just, it's playful. It's fun. She was on a boat. Most of the day, it's got a, t- a tiny These little people, gap in the It's teeth. like they
3: only filmed after being on a boat. Like
2: every time they filmed, they had been on a boat or on the beach for like seven hours. You got to think of, of why, though, Bob. You've been, drink- you've been day drinking all day, got a little sunburn, you're fucked up, you want to go home, have some sloppy sex. couple and hard that's, AF pina yep, coladas. A couple hard AF seltzer pina coladas pop in, and then you're like, you know what would be great? If we film this and potentially put it out to the world. What do you think? Because I think everybody, I would say 80-20. If you surveyed everybody in America, so everybody said, if you surveyed everybody in America, I think 80% of people would say, yeah, man, I fuck great. Like My, my sex is awesome, and I think people would want to see it. I genuinely believe that. I think that number is at 80%. I think there's only 20% of the people who would be like, you know... I don't really feel that great about my body or whatever, and I don't want to do this. Or, uh, you know, I believe in Christ and he's going to come down and take me or whatever it is. But I think uh, the other 80% would be like, you know what, man? Nobody bones like I do. And uh, and I need to show people. And I also need to teach them how to bone their ladies properly so they're not running around in the middle of the night being street whores and whatnot. All you got to do is bone your lady properly like me. And then they tape themselves after being out on a boat or at the beach all day. And then they watch it later and they're like, oh, shit. No, this isn't what I, what I thought it was. These angles don't look great. I don't look great in this. I should not put this out to the public. And then you got this girl. Now, she was hot enough. So this all made sense to me. Homeboy that was, was banging her there who didn't have the camera presence, he definitely shouldn't have put the camera on him that much. But uh, she was playful and fun, but she didn't win. Uh, but it just goes to show you, though, that she she made the ballot. She got pretty close. I think she lost by, what, one percentage point, Bob?
3: It was less than 1,000 votes.
2: Less than 1,000 votes. So that tells you that, yeah, dude, there's a lot of prostitutes out there. We probably want to legalize this shit and get it on and popping here. Uh, now, Han Lee, 41, of Cambridge, Massachusetts, and James Lee, 68, of Torrance, California, and Jumney Young. Lee of, uh, Deadham, Massachusetts have been charged with conspiracy to coerce and enticed to travel and engage in illegal sexual activity. They're expected to appear in federal court in Boston on Wednesday or at a later date. The three individuals, Levy said, transported women, advertised them online for pre-approved clients to choose from through several websites and ran the brothels out of apartments they rented i need to state the obvious here guys yes they're asian come on we all knew it we knew it before i even started the article and said prostitution we knew it was going to be asian how many places in america right now do you think there's asian brothels shit i think there's five within 10 square miles of this office i know of one you guys hang out at the bar next door I don't want to out them, obviously, because look, let people live their life, Uh, just like Rihanna. But I would go, I'd get, yeah, I shit, I think there's five within ten square miles of here, and they're all Asian. So yeah, this isn't a shock that they're all Asian. Uh, And I mean, look, after Epstein got busted, open market, bro, you got to go out and get the rest of these people who want prosties out there in Washington. Uh, Yeah, not shocked at all that this was uh, politicians and contractors and, and military officers and all this shit. Yeah, dude, they're blowing off steam. It's a hard job when you're sucking money out of the American people, dude. You got to put it somewhere and put it back into the economy through prostitutes. And that's biotinomics, man. So, yeah, I'm not shocked by any of this. What's that pick we have there? Is that what the actual sites were? Yeah, this is the website. Well, yes, this is exactly what a picture of them look like. You know, it's just enough where you're like, okay. Great. Definitely know that's an Asian, probably has huge tents. Uh, and then you go black and white because that's, it kind of takes you back in time a little bit. You know, you don't need the 4K crystal clear images. You want it to feel dirtied up like this. You want it to feel like you are doing something illegal where it's just like, man, how shady we getting tonight? You getting a prostitute? Sure am. Okay. All right. You're getting a prostitute. From where? Well, my buddy's got a website. No shit. Is that fucking Hanley? Yeah, dude, Hanley. You know Hanley? Yeah, yeah. New Zealand's yeah. that fucking restaurant right down the street. Great sweet and sour soup. It's amazing. All right, pop up the website. Let's see who we're gonna get tonight. And then when the black and white comes comes up, you're all in at that point. You're already at the bottom, and you're like, yes, it's classy. Yes. You know, it's like yeah. The, you're like, I'm here. This is exactly what I wanted to get into tonight.
3: It's like the intro to like a, a '90s HBO like mm-hmm. porno.
2: It sure is. And you're like, man, I'm all in. Fuck, dude. Let's go. Hanley for the win here. Uh, Now, obviously, they're going to prison. Uh, Do I want to see my tax dollars going towards breaking up prostitution? Not really, if they're of age. Um, I think the problem is most of these gals are getting shipped in illegally, probably from China uh, or some other places in Asia. I just call it all China to make it easier for you guys. I know about Laos, the tiny country of Laos, and the Laotian people, for Christ's sakes. But for you guys, I'll just say China, all right? We know that these girls are, are coming over here. If they're underage, sure. Uh, not real stoked that uh, the communists are making all the money out of this sitch and probably send it at home, but it is what it is. I mean, do you get a better massage other than an Asian? No. Uh, white women don't do that shit, you know? So it's sad but that's what's happening in our world you know we had a fucking fbi raid uh what was that three hours ago bob pull that uh up on on camera it was an fbi raid for a january 6th uh guy's house you can pop that girl's face up one more time if you want to but um uh, the that, loading screen you they know. sent everybody over to this house this morning to get somebody who was at January 6th. I didn't know we were still doing that bullshit, but uh, somebody reminded me in the chat that the trial is coming up soon for Trump in January 6th. And I was like, all right, cool, man. We've already had like two other air quote insurrections since with the fucking Palestinian bullshit and uh, two of those. One inside the rotunda and one at the White House. Um, but uh, type in uh, January 6th FBI raid. It's in, it's in color, by the way, Bob, the video on Twitter. Uh, it was trending most of the morning there, and uh, and it looked to be eh, anywhere from 6 to 10 FBI agents who were scaling a fence, running through this guy's yard. There we go. Uh, pop that up on screen there. Is that necessary, man? I mean, is that this is what we're using the FBI for, is to bust uh, Asian prostitutes and, and find a guy from January 6th. Like, is this guy this fucking dangerous here? Um, for something that was three fucking years ago and another 9,000 people have already been in and out of that goddamn place protesting Israel and Palestine? Do we need any of this fucking bullshit? No. I mean, look, these motherfuckers are kitted up like we're going to war, dog. And this is probably some old grandmother who was just grabbing a selfie inside of there on January. He's like, oh, Ray Epps pushed me into the building and I just wanted a selfie. Oh, shit. I didn't see this video, dude. Are they... Breaking down this little shanty here, this little shack?
3: Well, yeah. Look at this Unabomber motherfucker. Got a farm out there, a shed.
2: Wow, dude. And if you're one of those feds, dude, do you want to risk that? Do you want to go out to a little house out in the middle of a farm and try to find somebody who was a January 6th? The fuck do you care, for Christ's sakes? If you're trying to bust up a a militia, fine. One dude in a fucking 300-square-foot grass mower house dude like what the fuck is this gonna do i don't understand any of this shit dude that's where taxpayer dollars are going thank god dude thank god man because i was i was worried that we weren't gonna to find the the 58 year old fucking beard dude who's living in a shed send let's send our best and brightest in there let's do it uh speaking of our best and brightest and now that we've talked about whores Let's get to our next sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Come on now. It's been a, been a while since Adam and Eve's been back on the show. They've got to be back for the holidays, you know? 50% off with the promo code Bros over there and free shipping at AdamandEve.com. Look, holiday season is upon us whether we like it or not. Get that someone special in your life a fucking sex toy, right? Maybe you sit down with them and peruse the catalog. It is deeper than the Cheesecake Factory. Adam and Eve is the best in the biz, in my opinion. Uh, Now, whenever we do this ad on Drinking Bros, we like to turn it over to Bob and uh, and have him spotlight his favorite item that he's currently perusing over on Adam and Eve. What do you got for us this week, Bob? Boy. Is, Is that a... Go top right there. Is that like a Christmas tree of butt plugs? Is that what they're... Trying to do there, there's yeah. Black we're ones. talking
3: about backdoor
2: pleasure here, right? If you get some, get a stuffer to stuff your stocking. Yeah, all right. I own that one. I actually own that one. It's it's that, that's a great one, by the way. Big fan of that exact one. So uh, using on myself, you know when uh, when the wife's out of town. I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, these are great, dude. Are they, are they all in different sizes there? Are they just going? Um, yeah, three different sizes. Look at that, dude. That last one's aggressive. Are we allowed to show that on screen? Yeah, it's just, just a butt plug. Yeah. That last one's aggressive, man. You know, it's beginner, intermediate, and yeah, expert level. Yeah, but I, I'd highly recommend you get some uh, Astroglide for something like that. If you're going in there, maybe just a whole bottle of goddamn oil, you know? Really lotion up if you're going to try to press that in on the, on the first dates. Uh, Other than that, I'd probably start at the smaller one and then work your way up. I think that's the safe play there. Now, I am a big fan of
3: this. We can't show it, but this is a mechanical penis enlarger. Oh! So what you do here is you you basically attach the one end to the base of your cock right at the balls. yep, And then um, you kind of hoop the other end uh, uh, under your head like a noose. Maybe you could say. And then it's got two sort of mechanical pistons. We can show this one, actually. Let me. uh,
2: Yeah, you can show the pistons. Uh, This is what you do. I don't think you can show the dick inside of it. There you go. Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect.
3: So you put the bottom goes at the base of your cock. Mm -hmm. Uh, The fucking top up here. You put just under the head, under under your tip. And then, you know, the the pistons start doing the work. You start co- sort of expanding it uh, as much as you can take. You don't want to, but you don't want to, you don't want to do, uh, do it all at once, right? It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's a, it's a patient man's game. It and- sure
2: is. It's, it's kind of like PD in uh dumb and dumber, right? You don't want the head of the bird to pop off there. So go easy with it. Is there batteries in it? Like what is stretching it out throughout the nights, Or is that just gravity at that point?
3: Uh, let's see how it works. So it's a safe, proven method for enlarging your penis. Stretch your way to a longer shaft with the penis enlarger system. Yeah. No surgery, no heavy weights, so it's not joking, yep. no expensive creams, no pills even needed. This time tested system uses spring loaded steel rods. So you lock it in and it just goes sort of like a yeah, poof, poof, you know? Yep. Again, it's like a piston situation. No, it's great. And dude. it's just gonna kinda it's gonna kinda jab
2: punch your cock out forward. Can we get a round of applause for that, please? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Adam and Eve. You're out there doing God's work. Dude, I think you know it's I'm telling you it can add up to seven and a half inches to your life. That's too much. Now that's a lie. Okay. That's when you get sued. Okay. You can't be making claims like that. I'm look, don't put this on your cock thinking you're gonna you're gonna gain seven and a half inches. That's not gonna happen. It's not gonna All happen. Right? I,
3: they do also give you an exercise schedule. So <laughs> they give you they tell you how to use it. Is there an app? Uh, like
2: does it go through an app and like how oh, oh hey put put your PR down your personal record for your Yeah, day. it's probably like a Jowser size. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big fan, and then you can kind of tug it out and uh and then see how your growth is, I guess. Love adamandeve.com. Love all the beautiful work they're doing uh for America out there. Look at that, kids. Uh you can get anything you want, just know that it's just one item. 50% off promo code drinking bros at checkout and free shipping. Use it wisely though, kids. Uh, and, and obviously if you're getting dildos and whatnot, probably not put those in the uh, stocking stuffers uh, when the kids come down, you know, maybe give that gift behind the scenes for when they go sleep and they put the, the cookies and the milk out for the reindeer and stuff like let's, let's probably do that and then do it behind the scenes. Don't open that up in front of your kids there. Uh, last one, Bob, because you're now you caught my eye. I see you scrolling down there. Uh, what's the girl with the choker on her neck? Go up right there. She's got a pink choker. It looks like a heart around her neck. One more up. One more row. Oh, up. there you go. That's yeah. just a fun little necklace Look for that. your lady. Is that a, it kind of looks like a little dog leash, though. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, it is.
3: What's the uh, name of this called? This is the Master Series Sweetheart Choker. Mm. Yeah, you've
1: never used a dog leash before?
2: No, Portnoy has. Dave Portnoy did. Mm. Um, but I have not. I think that was just a belt. It was not, uh, it yeah, could have been. he kind of MacGyvered it. He yeah. Did. He wasn't, He was not wasn't, wasn't having on band. yeah. Well, that's why you got to go to Adam and Eve. I'm surprised Marshall doesn't have this fucking sponsor, but uh, you know, whatever, man, to each his own. I would, if you're going to do it, guys, so let's say, hey, for Christmas, all I want for Christmas, Santa, is to dog walk my fucking girlfriend around the apartment. Go to Adam and Eve and do it. Don't use your own belt. That's classy. That's not classy, I should say, and that's going to take the romance out of it Get a nice fucking dog collar there.
1: And trust me, your girlfriend or your wife is going to want to be dog walked. At some point. Yeah. uh, One would imagine. Every woman does. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Top five things my wife has never said to me. Hey, hon, uh, when you get home, could you stop by Chick-fil-A and the kids, grab a dog collar and a leash, and then dog walk me around the bedroom here right before bedtime? That'd be great. Throw some Netflix after that. I think that new Gotti doc just dropped. Oh, it's a three-part series about Gotti. Let's watch that.
3: Now, I do have one more product, then we'll move on. Okay. Okay. Now, let's say you're a sci-fi fan. Mm. Okay. Now, this is the, uh, the Creature Cox Cyclone Alien Stroker. It's essentially an alien pocket pussy. Look at that. As it says in the thing, Attention, Earthman, tame this squishy alien creature with your hardest intergalactic erection and blast off into space. That's beautiful.
2: Who else is doing this? Yes. Who else is doing this right now? No one. No one. You can dog walk your girlfriend, or wife, fucking alien pussy if you want to. Show that image, by the way. The, yeah, the why of that. There you go. Pop that up on the screen right now. I mean, that's, that's. I mean, that's what it. That's what it is right there. I mean, that's a full alien. You're just putting your dick right into an alien right there. You're clapping cheeks, brother. And you're getting half off. So that's seventy nine ninety nine. You mean to tell me with the promo code Drinking Bros, you can get that thing for for forty dollars? Yeah. Let's go, dude. I'd give it a go for 40 bucks. You know, 40 bucks, I'll put my dick into anything, especially if it looks like that. It's fun, dude. It's absolutely fun. Uh, Next up Screen Actors Guild strike is over. After 118 days of the actors being on strike, Sag Aftra in the studios on Wednesday reached a tentative deal on a new contract that could see Hollywood up and running again within weeks. Uh, The strike will be over, shit, 12.01 p.m., so it's it's already expired, so it's done, friend. Um, Putting an end to more than seven months of labor unrest in Hollywood that saw the writers and the actors hit the picket lines in the industry's first joint strike in more than 60 years, Uh, culminating in a dramatic day of studio earnings results and deadline ultimatums. uh, The Actors Guild... 17-member negotiating committee unanimously voted this afternoon to recommend a tentative agreement to the SAG-AFTRA board. Specific details uh, are expected to be revealed here probably on Friday to the general public. All right, that's what I'm waiting for on this one. Uh, I want to see what they conceded, what they actually got out of this thing, and whether or not the strike was actually worth it. Uh, Because when the writer's strike ended and we were able to finally see uh, the fine line on there, what the fucking the fine print on on what the the deal actually was over there it wasn't worth a strike. They got an identical deal essentially to what the directors got only they lost six months worth of work and then the actors put everybody else out of work and everything else uh, and then they lost more than they gained here on this one i'm curious to see what the actual deal points were. I know they were stuck on AI which is a big one. So they wanted to put uh, anybody who was in a movie, even an extra, they wanted the ability to pull their faces, clean off their body, AI-wise. Okay, relax, AI-wise, be able to use these faces and things as extras in other movies and all that other stuff, uh, which is crazy to me. Uh, So I'm I'm curious as if they got that. Uh, The other thing that they were asking for was uh, they wanted the exact ratings of what the streamers were actually doing. Now, that's the biggest one to me. Uh, in my opinion, it's not really the AI yet. Uh, like Delco said, we're still in the infancy of this. And uh, and as soon as it gets real dialed in here, which it will be in the next couple of years, I think that next fight, because this is a three-year deal, that will come up on the next one. And they're like, all right, great. I My guess is they'll say, hey, let's pick and choose our battles going into the next contract. But this first one here is the, is the big one. So let's say you're in Netflix. Why this is important is the actors say, all right, well, I want residuals for being in a Stranger Things. you know, I want higher residuals for being in Stranger Things versus some other uh, series that isn't doing that well. Well, the danger is if people, in particular the stock uh, and the shareholders, um, see what the actual numbers and downloads are of these shows, they're actually shockingly low. Um, Yes, you're gonna have a huge worldwide hit like Stranger Things once in a while, uh, but for the most part, it's gonna be like an Orange is the New Black. Where it's a fun series and we all liked it, and it's pretty famous in popular culture. But once you really dug into those numbers, which got leaked, it was about four and a half million an episode, uh, which are numbers similar to you know the Bear or something like that. And uh, when you see it, you're like, okay, great, that's a cool show. But that's that's, that's not something that's taken over the world. Isn't that expected
3: though? Because I mean, streamers—it's that's like cable, basically. It's you can't really equate it to like. Um, network TV. It's it's basically just cable on
2: demand, right? Uh, Correct. Um, Now, here's the difference, Bob. So uh, let's say you have a a rerun on FX and you are an FX show versus a Netflix. The current rules state before this strike happens that you would get more money and more residuals for being on a cable channel that was actually on television versus a streaming app. Um, So, you know, if you were on a Sons of Anarchy and you were making, let's say you were the, I don't know, lead actor or a Ron Perlman, for example, and you were making $100,000 an episode, when it re-airs, you'd get $50,000 for that. Third re-airing, you get 25, 12 and a half. You guys get the drill there at that point. It's a lot of fucking money, and it was very, very lucrative. The problem is, on a Netflix series, they do not pay that. There is no reruns. It doesn't matter if people are watching the show a billion times in a row. Sorry, man. It aired once, and that's kind of it, and you get nothing for it. So this argument of the numbers is where they're trying to apply the residuals and everything else. And I'll be real curious to see if the streamers actually did want to give up those numbers or if they offered them a, a sweetheart package of something else.
3: So for for uh, comparison's sake, I'm looking at the the highest rated shows of 2022. So like before Strike and everything like mm-hmm. that. Um, I guess, I don't know what you'd call Orange is the New Black. It's kind of a dramedy, right? Yeah. Um, obviously it's not hitting... You know, Yellowstone was the number one show, like football and stuff, of course, bigger, but Yellowstone, 11 million. Yep. Uh, NCIS, 9 million. You get down to the comedy, if you may think that's more in line with like Orange is the New Black, or certainly that's like The Bear or um, like a lot of comedies on Netflix. Young Sheldon, number seven, 9 million. Yep. And then Ghosts, which is also a comedy on CBS, 9 million.
2: Yep. Uh, So the shows you just mentioned are the highest rated shows on television. Um, Yellowstone is the current number one, and it's not even close, uh, to be honest with you, but the way that they're paying their actors, like Kevin Costner is making 1.5 million an episode. So he's getting paid as if he is the highest paid actor on television, um, which is normal. Now you go over to Netflix, the deals just aren't the same over there. And Kevin, big Kev there in that hog of his, uh, he's getting the residuals for it over there. Now he's Mm. double dipping because he's on CBS. And so that's what they want for people who are starring in just a Netflix series to get. Again, whether or not they're going to get that, who fucking knows. I'm real, real curious to see these uh, deal points, though, on Friday, and I'll be able to give you a better better idea. So that
3: do you think they should get residuals for, I mean, like, say, this is an extreme, extreme example, mm-hmm. but if your show gets rewound, I mean, should should they get a, I mean, it's like YouTube, right? Should they get a certain amount of cut per view? Like the same, because it, that's kind of the way it would go?
2: Yes. Um, uh, yes, they, they should. And uh, and I agree with that because, um, look, you're not flipping it to other cable channels and all that other stuff. Or, because the other option is, Bob, you can make their salary higher, um, but that's going to add to your budget. And, uh, you know, the problem with most TV shows is you buy the pilot, you put some money into it. If you overspend and it bombs, then you're fucked. So typically you start off with a very small salary. I know the Stranger Things people got like, I don't know, after taxes, it was something like fucking eighty grand a piece um, for season one. For season one, but then after that, it came in and gave him a bump. And uh, Homegirls making a million dollars an episode there, so it's a lot of risk. Um, you know, part of me, even though you know I'm in both of these fucking guilds, is uh, sides with the studios on it because they're losing a shit ton of money. And I know they went in there and just gave them the books and said, "Look, man, we lost three billion dollars on Peacock last year. Where the fuck do you want us to find this money?" So. It's really hard, and it's really tricky. Um, I guess it's whether or not the average person out there thinks that acting is a real profession and whether or not money should actually go into it. And, you know, an actor will tell you, yeah, we're super fucking important, but I'm sure you ask a truck driver, man, who's on the night shift right now if an actor's fucking important and deserves a million dollars a show, that answer's gonna be a hard no, friend. I can promise you that. And I don't know how much the general pop of fucking america actually cared about either of these strikes or if they even noticed um ratings for the roof for live sports and all that shit are are through the roof there so
3: i think it's the same as like a vivek ramaswani situation like it's super fucking interesting to the people who are like hyper into the content world and stuff like that which is both us because we make content sure and honestly our listeners who are quite a bit more plugged into content than your average human being Oh, absolutely is, you know what i mean yeah. so it's more interesting to them than it would be to just you know like my buddies yeah Or you know what i mean or my fucking
2: parents well i mean look did anybody in in your conversations that you've had with like neighbors or friends or or family functions ever bring up either of these strikes to you when you were out no me neither and they all know what i do none of them ever asked me hey man what's really going on with the actors and writers strike, man it would what the hell's going on out there? I got to get be in the know. They don't give a fuck. Uh, and I don't blame them. Like, why should you? Who gives a shit? There's uh, also no immediacy to it. Uh-uh. Like, because more normal
3: people will talk about, like, uh, a baseball strike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, uh, or like, let's say college football players went on strike, for, you know, oh, to get more pay or something like bro, that. Bro, I talk about lose that. my shit. Oh, I go insane. But the reason for that, I think, though, is that there's, like, immediacy to it because it's like, dude, like, if we miss this season, you know, like people aren't going to get their numbers. Like my team's not going to play. Whereas, like if there's a writer strike or an actor strike, it's like, oh, I guess that show I like isn't coming out until you know X instead of Y. Yeah. You know, like yeah. so there's not. It's not like, oh, d- fuck, man. Like, no, d- I, I, like, I understand. Like you take, a, you can't. You're taking away like, like it's uh, athletes can't play forever, but actors can kind of act forever. You know what I mean? I could. Jessica Tandy
2: was great in, in Cocoon. And I loved her very early work as well. She's super underrated. RIP, obviously. She's fucking dead. Next up, sponsor-wise, we got Ketone IQ. Best in the bitch shit. I already had my bottle. Uh, It's gone. I had that during Ross Patterson Revolution this morning. I have a shot of this shit every single day, dude. I love it. You motherfuckers drank all the rest of the bottles. Uh, Delco's always hiding this stuff. I don't blame you, dude. I don't blame you. Chuck it up and over, dude. Look, I love it. I love that you drink it. We all drink this shit. You can throw it to me. Daddy can catch. Look at the hands on me. There we go, dude. Ketone IQ. Boo bang. Here it is. Uh, comes in uh, individual bottles like this. We just down the whole bottle. Uh, kind of like one of those other drinks, except with those other drinks, uh, man. Those that'll fuck up your insides, bro. Uh, this is some clean shit over here. Ketone IQ. What is it? It's brain fuel, essentially. It's a clean energy boost without sugar or caffeine. You don't crash. You don't feel like shit afterwards. Uh, And You definitely don't need another shot the rest of the day. I only take one shot a day, dude, and I'm just going to be real with you here. Uh, I'm locked in, and uh, and then after that, boom. I feel pretty goddamn great about myself. Um, I didn't know these guys until they started sponsoring the show. Obviously, we vet every single product that comes on here. Big, big fan of these guys, and I know everybody keeps hitting me up, and they're like, man, I'm seeing these guys everywhere. Yes, uh, they got a ton of funding from the DOD, and uh, I know this is going out to soldiers and all that other stuff. Let's face it, man. You can't get jacked up on uh, on energy drinks all day long over there. Uh, you'd love to, but you can't. It's not that great for you. Uh, so when you use it, just take a shot whenever you need to re-energize. Uh, the brand name is HVMN, which stands for Health Via Modern Nutrition over there. Uh, also, it's not a keto product, by the way. Uh, like I said, military uses it 60% of tour de France. All those other guys this is not keto, bro. Uh, you can find Keto and IQ in your local sprouts. So any sprouts that's around the nation, just pop on in, look for this box. You're good to go. They also have in a bottle too, but I killed that bottle and it's long gone friends. I've only got the shots left over here. Uh, so you can go to sprouts and get that. Or you can order online at HVMN.com slash drinking bros. That is HVMN.com slash drinking bros, uh, subscribe upon checkout. And you're going to get 30% off over there. We're just going to ship to the office once a month. This is it. comes in a box. Boom. We're good to go. All of us are taking shots here. Uh, truthfully, we did it because, uh, uh, Delco drank all of ours. And I finally just asked him, I was like, bro, I'll just buy you a box, okay? We'll just have it shipped to the office, it's fine. You don't need to hide it underneath the desk anymore. I got you, dog. Next up, police suicides in L.A. Dark subject matter here, but it's important to talk about. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department is investigating the deaths of uh, one former and three current uh, employees reported over a 24-hour period this week, all believed to be deaths by suicide. Homicide detectives responded to the first death around 10.30 a.m. on Monday in Valencia, California, uh, the department said in a statement to USA Today. Detectives were then called to a second death in Lancaster, California, just before 1 p.m., and a third in Stevenson Ranch, California, at 5.40 p.m., the statement said. Now, detectives responded to the fourth death 7:30 a.m. Tuesday in Pomona, California. The department did not identify the employees or respond to questions from USA Today about the manner of their deaths, but the Los Angeles County Department of uh, the Medical Examiner identified three of the deceased and listed the case as uh, a cause by suicide. Uh, So the death was uh, definitely by suicide in all three of those cases here. Uh, The department said information about the fourth will be available, uh, but they haven't identified the next of kin yet, so they're going to wait on that. And the Los Angeles Times and the NBC News reported all four are also believed to be suicides. We are stunned to learn of these deaths. It has sent shockwaves of emotions throughout the department as we try and cope with the loss of not just one, but four Uh, Beloved active and retired members of the department family, Los Angeles County Sheriff uh, Robert Luna said in a statement, during trying times like these, it's important for uh, personnel, regardless of rank or position, to check on the well-being of other colleagues and friends. Uh, Now, according to the Los Angeles Times- Uh, One was a commander who served a stint as a chief department spokesperson during a 25-year career. Another worked as a sergeant before his retirement, uh, the Times reported. And the third worked uh, in a jail as a a custody assistant. Uh, And that's confirmed by NBC and uh, the Santa Clarita Signal newspaper. More than 80 law enforcement and corrections officers have died by suicide this year, according to a database compiled. By uh, First Help, um, which is a nonprofit that collects suicide data for its first responders. Police officers and firefighters are more likely to die by suicide than working in the line of duty, according to a 2022 study uh, from the Ruderman Family Foundation. And uh, it, look, it's sad, okay? Uh, call 988. Don't fucking kill yourself. Uh, look, is it a shock that this happened in California? Not really, man. Uh, if you've been out to California recently, it's fucked. And, uh, and I'm sure what they see, what they hear, and what they have to put up with on a daily basis uh, is extremely hard. And let's face it, the pay isn't great. Uh, these men and women are doing jobs that uh, not a lot of people want, uh, especially in today's world. Um, the other big factor out in California in particular is uh, the defund the police movement. Once they, they did defund a lot of these departments, they didn't have enough money and they didn't have a, a, a big enough budget to hire the proper amount of people. Instead, they were shifting them around, putting them on, on weird shifts all the fucking time. You don't have enough sleep. You're dealing with crazy assholes in the streets every day. And then on top of it, you got a bunch of rules that were re- recently implemented that said, hey, let's treat the criminals uh, like their they're, like they're people, like their pets, like everything's okay. You can't do that either. All right. You got to let these men and women do their fucking jobs. And right now they're not allowed to because God forbid you slip up and you end up on somebody's fucking iPhone. And then it goes around the world. Then there's riots. Then you're going to jail and your wife and kids are going to grow up without a fucking father in their lives. And it's going to, and a husband, and it's going to be awful. So look, call nine, eight, eight. Um, I understand, man, this job in particular in California, having lived there is awful please do not kill yourself. Um, not only are, uh, again, people losing their fathers and their husbands and, and, uh, or wives, uh, in some cases, but, uh, you're, you're, you're losing people who are trying to make a difference in your community. Um, and that's what sucks as well. Um, so this is a, a really shitty story. I read this when it popped up this morning and, uh, we wanted to go ahead and, and, and just put the number out there one more time we got a a lot of of uh cops who listen to the show uh, i feel like every cop in the nation listens to the show so call 988 uh, please do not kill yourself and uh and just chat with somebody i know the job is hard uh and it sucks and it's thankless and uh and if you're feeling down just pick up the phone and call somebody and try to figure it out uh, or just think about all the people in your in your in your life currently. That would be affected by something like this. Uh, Sponsor wise, next up we got Bubs Naturals. Uh, Bubs Naturals is one of the best in the biz as far as collagen protein is concerned. Uh, and let's face it, we're all taking this. Everybody over the age of 25 should be taking this every day. They got MCT oil over there. That'll be your new favorite functional coffee creamer over there. Just put two scoops in your coffee and you're good to go in the morning. Boom, you can knock it all out. Uh, I take their apple vinegar gummies, too, to start the day. I pop a, a couple of those in my gullet and uh, and go on with my life over there. And I don't really think about it. Shit, you should be taking every day anyways, And, uh, you might as well get it from a company that supports veterans. Uh, Bub's naturals at bubsnaturals.com was named after Glenn Bub Doherty, uh, who laid down his life in Benghazi and, uh, 10% of every single sale goes to the Glenn Bub Doherty foundation. Uh, and on veterans day, a hundred percent of the sales go to the foundation. So look, veterans day is coming up here in what? 36 hours, Bob. It's on Saturday uh, go get it now and know that all your money and these purchases at bubsnaturals.com, uh, is actually going to be donated to charity. So load up then get as much as you want. Uh, he doesn't care. He's been on the show before. Uh, love the guy, love his company, love his products. And, uh, he would more than love to see all this money go there. So load up on, uh, on veterans day and a hundred, no, a hundred percent of it. Is going directly to the foundation over there. So go to bubsnaturals.com, use promo code Bros for 20% off over there. Uh, again, that's bubsnaturals.com, 20% off with the promo code Bros at checkout over there. Uh, next up, uh, did AP and uh, Reuters photographers coordinate with Hamas? Uh, this is a crazy story, man, and uh, you know, like we we're talking about at the top of the show. Oftentimes, you read these things and you're like, "All right, well, this is just clickbait. Um, I don't really need to 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 go into this or whatever." And then, uh, and then you click into it here, and you start to see the images. You judge for yourself here on screen on October seventh. Hamas terrorists uh, were not the only ones who documented the war crimes they had committed during their deadly rampage across southern Israel. Some of their atrocities were captured by Gaza-based photojournalists working for the Associated Press uh, and Reuters news agencies whose early morning presence at the breached border area uh, raises serious ethical questions. All right. What were they doing there? Uh, didn't really think about that. until so I saw these images. Um, there's some others, Bob, where they got, uh, the cameras slung over their shoulder and it's the big dogs too, man. Um, they got the big boy cameras in some of these and you're like, how did you get the shot on this? Now, if you go over to Twitter, Bob, and, and pop these up, some of them are filming old women on the back of trucks being carried out of Israel as hostages into Gaza. Now, these people aren't helping out at all. They're just sitting there filming this shit with the cameras over their shoulder. It's some of the wildest shit I've ever seen. So yeah, this one kind of syncs up where I was just like, all right, cool. How do you have these images and photos and whatnot? Uh, The one I saw, Bob, were were, uh, photographs. So they had photographs of the actual photographers. And the reason why these were spreading around Twitter today uh, was to out these people and say, hey, right there, there you go. Who the fuck are these people And why were you, uh, one, even there? How did you know it was going to take place? Two, that you didn't fucking help. So you see that little old lady there? Squeezed between between two fucking fat Hamas guys there. And then you got the two journalists standing there just popping off videos and photographs. Did they try to help out the hostage? Not a prayer. Got to get that shot. Otherwise, they're not going to get fucking paid for this. What were they doing there? How did they know? And more importantly, why the fuck didn't they help? I don't understand if you're the two of these guys and, uh, and you go home after a long night of just, you know, videotaping and filming people, uh, getting kidnapped and brought over into Gaza where they're more than likely die or get raped or killed and be like, well, you know, I had to get the shots tonight, uh, I, uh, had to put some food on the table tonight and eh, I think it's fine. Uh, but more importantly though, I'm curious as to how they got there so quickly. Uh, do you have any theories on this bob whatsoever because I cu- I couldn't figure it out today
3: so they were freelancers right mm-hmm gotta uh, work <laughs> um yeah so gotta work my guess is is that you know a freelancer essentially like that's fucking especially in this part of the country that could be uh, a lot of times, maybe dude like with camera, dude with camera, sure. Right? So they're in Gaza, and the AP's like, "I want to get images from Gaza in general, right? Just in case something pops off uh-huh. one way or the other, right?" So let's say fucker here with the helmet and the camera, or this asshole that literally looks like just guy with camera um, to his left. So they're just AP contacts in yeah. Hamas or in, in well, maybe in Hamas too, but in in Gaza, they. He, he, they they might be pro-Hamas or whatever, and yeah, so they just joined Hamas on this fucking yeah. raid, and uh, they're actually pieces of shit who just the AP uses when they need a picture of a bombed-out hospital or whatever. Okay. I mean, the so, best
1: photos of Spider-Man were taken by Spider-Man. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. And I,
2: I'm sure the 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 people over there would be amped to be compared to Spider-Man right now. Uh, but Okay, so that makes more sense now that you say it. If these guys are pro-Hamas, yes, they would have known... That there was good, probably going to be an attack, and they were like, "Hey, because uh, look, their intent was to get as many images and uh, and as much video footage as they can out to the world to see what they were doing." I like homeboy here in this picture. popped that up one more time. Who uh, is trying to give it to the DiCaprio there and just be like, "Nope, nope, nope, no photos, please. I'm, I'm too famous." <laughs> Let's. He's got his fucking arm over his eyes. There, hey bro. Sorry, bro. We're we're gonna know who you are. Okay. It's too much. It, you're you're too fucking famous. These images have gotten around everywhere here. Uh and it's think, wild to see though that they just let this go down.
3: I think photographers in particular, it's just like, yeah, like you got a can you got a good camera and a fucking email address like we'll pay you for your photos essentially as opposed to like um like an actual journalist yep. that's writing stories from the ground where maybe like I don't know, they might put some opinion in there that's like extremely slanted. Yeesh. It's all, God. it's all slanted. No, it's not. Yeah. look, it's all slanted. It's all slanted, but I guarantee you these guys, yeah. They just <sighs> try try we're trying to make money off the AP.
2: Fuck, dude. Uh this image pops up Which, on Twitter. They're and probably pieces of shit. Like no, you're of sitting course. there and well, you're like, taking, obviously Yeah, like you're
3: taking pictures of a fucking old lady being kidnapped and fuck knows what else. Like, yeah, you're an asshole. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And the fact that this is what you do for a living or a job or or money or whatever is absolute fucking insanity to me how AP and, and Reuters are going to respond to this no idea uh this is all kind of to going on right now and uh and I'm just seeing these images cuz there's other ones with full on like CNN cameras slung over the shoulder remember those old school ones bob with the brick it was like a huge brick that you like a boombox you slung over your shoulder those cameras oh yeah um there's people like that over there i mean it's it's loaded where you're just like all right well, which again shit
3: like i don't know if uh may if they get like mailed credentials so they can go in and get better pictures not specifically of a terrorist attack but it's just like hey you're our guy and Ga you're one of our guys in gaza here we'll mail you a credential so you can fucking you know bullshit your way into wherever you need to take pictures but the but these guys are just as happy to act as propagandists for for hamas or whatever like it's all fucking ass
2: yeah yeah yep. Uh, I agree, and uh, seeing these images today, you're like, holy shit, man, there's no way this is what you do for a living. Uh, but here we are, and uh, it's it's fucked. Uh, so hopefully somebody outs these guys. Hopefully the AP does something, or Reuters or somebody else, but let's face it, they probably won't. Uh, the other one I think we covered a few weeks ago was when the, uh, the journalist got killed. She was like, but I'm wearing a media jacket, and it's like, the media in general, shouldn't be the fuck over there anyways. Like, we know there's a war going on. So, I don't need to see these fucking images every 10 seconds.
3: I believe Israel just said, as I was scrolling through Twitter, that they will prosecute, cap. they do want to capture and prosecute any quote-unquote photographers or videographers or whatever who was with uh, Hamas and uh, participated in the attacks. Yep.
2: Yep. And they, look, they should. Anyone who they
3: know for sure uh-huh. isn't like an actual capital J
2: journalist, which I doubt is any of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they should. And, and I, I wouldn't blame them for it. You know what I'm saying? Um, just seeing that old lady on the motorcycle there. Jesus Christ, bro. Sucks. Uh, anyways, did uh, Drinking Bro of the Week at the top of the show? Want to thank both of those guys for being here. Kip Knuth. What a fucking baller, dude. I'm going to take this fucking Don Julio home, brother. This is 1942. You got you a got, uh, kettle? Some kettle one. Look at you, dude. I am a tequila man, but I do like kettle one. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Okay, look at us. Got some games on this weekend. It's raining here in Austin. I actually enjoy it. Uh, I'm going to snuggle up. If, it, if it, Is the weather fucking getting jacked up this weekend, or are we good? I want a nice, like, 60s, a little bit of rain, watch some college football, really dig in, and just not leave the couch all day on Saturday. I want one of those days where the wife puts some chili on, you know, tooting in the other room, popping back in like nothing happened. Hopefully that's what happens. We'll see. We'll see. We appreciate you tuning in, kids. Uh, Go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk away at that point. I promise you. Okay? Once we get over 10,000 reviews, I'll shut the fuck up. I really do mean that. 10 is the, that's it, that's it. That's the pinnacle. We're at 7,000 a piece on each. Just get it over 10 and we're good to go. Uh, happy Veterans Day out there uh, to all the men and women who served uh, and their family members and everything else. Anthony and Anthony Holloway uh, will be back for Sunday night's show, so all good there. And uh, and if you want to donate to saveourallies.org, uh, pop on over to that website. Uh, those guys... Uh, d'anthony and uh, uh tim kennedy and all of them are uh, are actually helping uh get some of the last remaining americans uh out from over there in palestine and or israel that need help um so that's where uh he's been on the weekends and, uh, and a lot of our friends but i'm sure you see it online uh he's not here but i'm gonna thank him anyways uh, thanks for being here, kids. Uh, for D'Anthony, Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Fake News. Good night, everyone.